Hi, and welcome to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Goodman. I'm a certified life coach and a mom to four teenagers. Do you ever wonder if you're doing this whole mom thing right? Are you pushing too hard or not enough? What does it look like to love your teens, yet keep firm boundaries? Would you love to get your kids to listen without yelling and feeling frustrated first? Here in this podcast, you will find coaching and communication strategies to help you tackle all of your hardest parenting struggles. These strategies will help you parent with more confidence, peace, and influence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, hello. I cannot believe it's the end of June already. So next week, I am getting ready to go to girls camp. I have three daughters going. I said in my last podcast that a couple were not thrilled to go. So I'm going to keep you updated and let you know, we're going to just decide that we're going to, it's going to be amazing, an amazing week, no matter how it goes. I'm going to have an amazing time. I'm really actually excited to go and spend time with my girls and the girls that I serve with in our church. So, and the leaders that will be there, it's going to be a great time. The next week, that's when we go to the beach, which is one of my favorite weeks of the whole year. We go to California, and the weather there is so much better than it is in Arizona in July. July is just a really, really hot time of year in Arizona, where even if you have a swimming pool, you're in the shade, it doesn't even matter. You just can't go outside while the sun is out. So I'm excited to get out of town in July. So for this podcast episode, though, I want to talk about the ways that we interact with our kids, but you can also apply this to the way that you interact with other people around you. So typically there are four ways that we interact with people, and this is just uh, a form of helping you communicate. So notice how you communicate with people. What are the things that you're thinking and the things that you're saying? What are you doing and how close are you to the people that you are with? Here are the four ways that we typically interact with people. We are either passive, which means we don't really share how we feel. We may pretend everything is okay. We say yes when we mean no. We always put others ahead of our own, others' needs ahead of our own. We don't like conflict. So as a parent, if you are passive, we're afraid of our children being upset and we want them to be happy. We want them to like us. And if we feel this conflict come up and we're saying no and our kids just keep badgering us and badgering us, that's when we might give in and they end up getting what they want. So that's the passive mode. Then there is the aggressive mode where, and this is as a parent, Aggressive is we come at our kids using threats and intimidation so that they will do what we want them to do. It's more out of fear. And so on the outside, it looks effective because our kids are obedient. They are doing the things that we want them to do. But there is a high price for this form of of interaction because our kids cannot feel close or connected to us. We aren't as emotionally safe as maybe we want to be because we are always mad or yelling or upset because of what our kids are doing. And this can be problematic because I think so often we have good intentions, of course, as parents, right? 
And I'm not saying you can't have high expectations either, or that you're not supposed to feel frustrated or upset if your kids break the rules. But just notice with yourself how you respond when your kid makes a mistake or they don't tell you the truth about something. And I think it can be hard to look with it ourselves and own up to, okay, why didn't my child feel safe to tell me the truth about this? Or why does my child feel like they need to sneak around when they know they aren't supposed to do that thing? Does that make sense? So instead of just getting upset at the behavior, so the lying or the sneaking around or doing something they're not supposed to do and they knew better, you're getting more curious about, okay, why would my child do that? Why didn't they feel safe to come to me? Or why did they think that that choice was okay? And that curiosity can connect you and help you. And that's why I always say it's so much better to see your child and not their behavior. It doesn't mean you have to approve of their behavior, but if you always come at them upset or angry because they aren't doing the things that you've approved of, then that's when they will not share things with you. They will sneak around. They will, it's not going to, If even if they do the things that they're supposed to do and, and always obedient, you don't always know if they're doing it because they want to and they have that internal or I mean intrinsic motivation to do it, or are they doing the thing because they're afraid of the consequences or afraid of what you might think? And if that's the case, those will that will create problems later in life as an adult when they have to really decide, okay, how do I want to show up? What do I need to do? I always, you know, they get used to people pleasing and, and it can just create more problems down the road. So take the things that your children are doing and don't blow them out of proportion. Get curious about them, and that will help you stay calm. And so going back to this aggressive, more aggressive form of parenting where if you do always feel triggered and upset and want to just yell and you're not that safe person your child can come to, that's something to take a look at and see if it is disconnecting the relationship you have with your child. Okay, so we've talked about passive and aggressive, and now then there's the passive-aggressive form, which I think we're all familiar with. So passive-aggressive parents control their children through shame or guilt. So they might not be overtly aggressive. Maybe they're not yelling and really aggressive in their punishment, but they give guilt trips or they manipulate situations and this can be really harmful to our children's sense of self. Like our children are developing, figuring out who they are. And if who they are, if they feel like who they are isn't accepted, or if, you know, that's going back to your children are not their behavior. If your child thinks they are their behavior and they know what they're doing is wrong, they will not like themselves. They won't have a positive sense of self which is not going to lead to better behavior in the future. Children from passive-aggressive parents can feel responsible for their parents' needs and happiness instead of being in tune with their own needs. Okay, one of my favorite movies is Home Alone, 
and I love to watch it at Christmas time. And if you remember the scene in the beginning of the movie, I mean, there's a ton of people in this house. They're all trying to get ready to go to Paris for Christmas. It's very stressful. Kevin always seems to find himself getting into trouble. And you know that he's not waking up in the morning and just thinking about how am I going to make my family's life miserable? He just finds himself in these situations and he gets blamed for things. And it's like the poor kid, but it's a funny movie. And there's this scene where his mom says to him when he's been punished to go up to like the third level or something. And she says, Kevin, there are 15 people in this house and you're the only one who has to make trouble. Right? So kind of a shaming comment. So that's one example of, of a way that we can passive aggressively shame our kids. Um, something like, no one else in this family seems to have a problem with XYZ. You know, you're just kind of calling out your kids for their behavior, making them feel bad, wanting them to feel bad. And I think we know as parents when we say that say things like that. So another way where it can show up is if you say yes to your child for something, maybe it's agreeing to buy them something, or maybe you have spent money to buy them something, or you say yes, that you will drive them somewhere, take their friends somewhere. You've already agreed to this. And then when the time comes where you have to either spend the money or give them that ride, and maybe your day is stressful or something is going on with you, things come up, and you take that frustration and stress and put it on your child. Like something like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I have to take time out of my day to do this for you. And you're just making your child feel bad. And especially if you've already agreed to doing something, that can be a passive aggressive thing to do. You are making your children responsible for your own emotions and your own feelings, and you want them to feel bad about it. You want them to feel guilty, and you want them to know that they are upsetting you. Okay, so of course we're going to fall in, maybe be more aggressive or passive sometimes. We might find ourselves more passive-aggressive at times, but the way that we want to be most of the time is assertive. Assertive parents are in control of how they feel. Assertive parents have healthy boundaries. They allow them to have their own needs, wants, feelings, and preferences. So they're not making their children wrong for having opinions or needs, right? Uh, but they also don't um, resent their children when they put their children's needs over their own. So they're able to take care of themselves, right? We're all unique individuals, just like our children are. We are as well as, as parents. And so it's important that we take care of us. I'm sure you've heard the analogy about if you're on an airplane, you put on your own oxygen mask before you help your child. It's that line of thinking that you have needs that need to be met and you need to take care of yourself so that you're more able to take care of your children. And if you don't do that, you may find yourself being resentful and then you can fall into being in, you know, more passive aggressive or more aggressive. And so it's important to know what we need, get our needs, have healthy boundaries, but also allow our children to have their own needs to know that sometimes as a mom, I'm going to be stressed out because I have agreed to do something for one of my children and 
I've had other things come up and just for whatever reason, I am serving my child in this way and it feels stressful, but that doesn't make it my child's fault. And so I've got to process that stress. I've got to deal with it without making my child feel bad for my emotions, right? You will feel stress, but it's knowing how to process it. It's not needing your children to like you or approve of you. And it's not feeling afraid of their unhappiness. It's not needing to fix their problems. And it's knowing that when we are able to allow our children to have problems or to feel upset at us because we're not going to give them everything, we can't possibly do everything for them, that's going to actually build resilience for them. And that's what we want. And so if they are upset, it's okay. We can allow them to be upset. We can allow them to have their own feelings and emotions. We aren't responsible for taking care of every little thing or detail in our child's life. But our kids will know they are loved unconditionally for who they are, not for what they do for us or all of their achievements or their talents and their approval of others. They are loved because of who they are and because we love them, because they are our child. So we want to be in this assertive space in parenting as much as possible. Assertive parents aren't perfect. They don't have perfect kids and that's okay. They can be real, they can be vulnerable, they can connect with their kids and with other people. And I know in my own life when I'm around other parents who have to have everything so perfect or present themselves in a way that everything seems perfect, it's hard to connect with them. There's a, there's a lack of connection there because no one can be real. So notice if you do have perfectionistic tendencies and you want to appear like everything is perfect and you're doing a really good job and you want that approval of other people, how are the connections and relationships you have with the people around you? My guess is they wouldn't be very strong because no one would know the real you, how you really feel, your struggles, the things that are hard for you. If you can't share that with other people, you're not able to really truly connect. And so the first step is just recognizing where you're at right now without shame, guilt, or judgment. When you get really good at not judging yourself and just accepting you the way that you are with all of your strengths and weaknesses, it is so much easier to accept your children for who they are with all of their strengths and weaknesses to where you can get to where you you can just support them and love them without this need for them to be a certain way. It doesn't mean that you don't want them to be happy and succeed in their life and you don't want to help give them opportunities that will help them succeed. It doesn't mean that you have to let any of that go. It just means you can be more curious about what your child wants. And so are you living more through an agenda of what you think they want or is it what they truly want? And how do you know if you can't connect with them? And I think in parenting, it's a perfect place to start if you don't feel like you're very assertive right now because there's less pressure as far as if you're not very assertive with your friend group or with other adults around you. Start at home. Be more assertive in your own home where you feel comfortable. 
So if things always seem to be a battle, getting your kids to do anything seems like a battle, then this is a perfect opportunity to start owning your own emotional health and your own emotional well-being. So it might feel stressful. You might get pushback when you start expecting things of other people. And if they don't meet your expectations, that's okay. But you can still be assertive in explaining what it is that you need and how to get help for it. Susan Stiffelman relates it to like the gas or the brake, the accelerator or the brake on a car. And so if you find yourself a little bit sensitive and being afraid to ask for what you need help with, or like you walk into your kid's room and it's a mess, but you're afraid you, you're afraid to say anything because you don't want to have the conflict, you don't want the battle, and so you don't say anything, or you're trying to not, and this is where coaching can be like this double-edged sword because you don't want to feel anger, right? When you walk into your child's room and it's a mess. So you might be coaching yourself to a place that feels more calm and patient. But, and so if you don't say anything and you're like, all right, I'm calm and patient. I'm not saying anything. That doesn't necessarily mean that that that's what you should do because not saying anything while you might feel patient and calm in the moment may breed resentment later on down the road. So you're basically keeping your foot off the gas pedal. You're not saying anything. You're coaching yourself. You're trying to be calm and patient, but you're also breeding resentment. Or on the flip side of that, you walk into your kid's room and you just press down on the accelerator. You're so mad. You told them a thousand times to clean up the room and how can it be so messy, right? You're slamming that accelerator. You're getting super aggressive. You say things you regret with criticism and shame, right? So notice that. When you're afraid to say anything or when you just, it builds and builds and you just slam down on the accelerator and you just say things, you've just got that word vomit coming out of your mouth and you're just spouting out things that you never would say if you were emotionally in control. So the assertive parent knows when to step back and not say anything and knows when they need a little bit of a push. When you can be consistent in the things that you expect. That is an assertive parent. And so it's a practice and it's a skill. Use the opportunities you have around you every single day in your home and with your children to practice becoming more assertive. And you will find that you will be more patient, but you will also keep your expectations where they should be. You will understand those expectations. And there's not a right or wrong way to do it either, which is where it can be confusing. Maybe having a messy room is not a problem for you. It doesn't mean your child is going to grow up to be a messy human being when they have their own home. I've talked to lots of parents and friends who did not keep their rooms clean when they were younger, and they are perfectly fine functioning adults now. I've talked to lots of friends who were forced to keep their room clean and make their bed every day, and they love not having to make their bed. They don't want to be controlled. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And something that I, I tell myself often is we're probably going to do it wrong anyways. <laughs> so it's okay. Take some of that pressure off of yourself, but just do what feels true to you. Because I think when we can 
tune in to ourselves and in our own hearts of what feels true to us, that's when we will know what to do. We will know when we need to make repairs. We will know when we need to connect and we will know when our kids need that little push and when we need to, you know, have a little more expectation on them and that it's okay. And if we get the pushback, that's okay too. It's just about being in control of your own emotional well-being, being able to resist that urge to make others responsible for how we feel. Follow me on Instagram at Kristen Goodman Coaching for more tips on how to connect with your teens, and I will talk at you next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Parenting in the Middle podcast. If you would like more help in this area to become a more assertive parent, go to my website, kristengoodmancoaching.com. There is a tab that says work with me. Click on that. You will find a link to my calendar and you can schedule a time where we can just quickly chat about maybe your hardest parenting struggle or where it's hardest for you to show up in an assertive yet loving and confident way. I would love to see you on my calendar.